You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 140. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Lagging Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 140. Ciento Corrienta. Ah! <laughs> back in the saddle, baby. Woo! We Woo! are back. This is a non pre recorded cast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it is a non pre recorded cast. Thanks, Greg. That's true. Oh, man. We are happy to be back. Hopefully, we're going to be back up and running here on more of a weekly basis. Uh, you know, I'm going to start out with I'm sorry. It's been a delay that. Uh, Thank goodness. For we finally have. we're getting this apology, CC. I oh, know I was waiting for it. But, uh, <laughs> Come on, Greg. <laughs> we were trying hard, but Matt's like, no. Oh man, no. You I'm know, kidding. I'm gonna say that on behalf of the three of us, I'm sorry we've had a lot of reruns lately. As some of y'all may know, I suffered an injury, and I was joking around with this topic. What is is going to be the value of an apology? Because I thought that the listeners were all owed an apology for our lack of being able to record recently, and. I just feel bad for everybody because this thing could have kept going if John or Craig would have just understood how to work the equipment and, you know, recorded once or twice. But unfortunately, I guess this is to say, you know, if I if I pass away at some point, this is over. The cast is gone. Well, you know, like we've talked about in some other podcasts, you know, knowing your role, staying in your lane, sometimes that's a good thing for you. And, you know, whenever we were approached about doing this podcast, it was pretty clear that um, CeCe and I were the talent and uh, Hot Dog here was the roadie. He was going to set up the equipment, push the record and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I can't say that we're 100% to blame for this, CeCe. I can see how he would throw stones with his Great, right try hand. Try to take the high road and apologize. <laughs> The way I looked at it was, man, we had so many great casts over the last true. few years. That's and true. A lot of our new listeners might have missed opportunity to hear some of that gold back in the day. Even I went back and listened to some. So hopefully you actually enjoyed the uh, some of the older casts. I mean, if you haven't had a chance to go back and re-listen to some, have fun. Um, if you did, you know, we were able to facilitate that for you. So that was cool. Yeah, you know, I agree. I mean, I think that's something that's always, um, you know, some of the things that we talk about on a consistent basis, looking at things from a different perspective and trying to find the positive in it. Uh, and that was something that, you know, forced some of our listeners to, you know, they just, that's, that was the next one that popped up on their reel. So they may have, may not have gone back and listened to some of those great interviews that we had. Um, so it was good for you to just bite the bullet and go ahead and force that on them. But in old hot dog's defense, I mean, I, he's uh, extremely passionate about the cast and he was extremely upset about his injury and how it's slowed him down in life. And uh, we talked about that a little bit on perspective. And, and so, yeah, he's definitely uh, upset about it. But here we are and we're pumped. Yeah, we are glad to be back in a little routine. And, and I do appreciate everybody. I think we all do hanging with us here. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. It's kind of neat too when, when I was looking back and trying to figure out which ones to rerun and not rerun. We have had a lot of really cool people on the cast. And also, I think we've got several guests lined up to come on. We've had to cancel a few because of the recent issue here because they don't know how to push record. Um, so, literally, <laughs> take back we're, what we're, I said about hot dog. Go ahead. We're canceling guests. Um, but we have, we have some lined up. I think uh, next week, actually, got one we'll be recording with, uh, which will be fun. And. <laughs> And uh, we got a few more after that. So we're, we're looking forward to the journey. And we think it'll be a good topic today, talking about the value of an apology. And then maybe a little, you know, thank you as well uh, after it. But before we hop in, we're going to flip it over to John for the Would You Rather, man. I know you've had weeks to discern this. What you got, buddy? Well, guys, just imagine yourself, um, you know, where you like to have breakfast. Maybe it's on, you know, at your tiny house, uh, hot dog sitting on your little deck out there. CC, maybe it's by the pool looking out on the, the lake of Lake Charles. You got whatever you want for breakfast. Maybe it's French toast. Maybe it's pancakes. Maybe it's waffles. Would you rather syrup or honey on those? Man, I really like how you painted a ah, glorious man. picture of that. Uh-huh. I'm actually hungry. Let me get you in the Thank mood you. for that. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. Well, I wanted to get you focused into the mindset of where you're going to be. and You out there with your you chickens or what, man? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely watching chicken. Chickens over there like, like cheep, cheep, cheep. They want something. I'll give them a little break off. Not the honey. Well, maybe I might give them some honey. Get some sweet eggs some out of that. that is eco bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what you think, Greg? CC, what you doing? At honey, first, I thought he was going to go, you know, what would you have for breakfast? And in my mind, I'm like, I'm always eating like the healthy stuff, the parfaits. No, no, no. You're not getting that this toast. But in my, inside, I was like, if you ask me what I really want, <laughs> I want some French toast, some bacon, some eggs, some biscuits. I want like the big breakfast. And when I pictured that French toast, I pictured it with syrup. You know, mm. I've always been a syrup guy. You know, it just, you know, I love honey and I do use it in a lot of different um, dishes. But that's my, you know, if I'm going to have pancakes or French toast, I'm a syrup guy. Okay, CC, yeah. how about you, hot dog man, Lake Charles? Man, if you'd asked me this about a month ago, I would have said 100% syrup. But in my downtime here, I've been reading a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up with some health, health benefits of some uh, honey, huh? And one of the books I am reading is WTF, Should I Eat? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's by uh, some, some guy, I don't know, he's written like 20 health books, whatever. So I, I get into this book, thought it'd be good. He breaks down like every section of food you know it could be like wheats and grains beverages um poultry meat whatever there's like 15 sections and based on what i've read honey is, is up there for you it's pretty good for you uh in some sort of moderation so the sugar i'm assuming i mean the sugar the syrup a lot of sugar in it um so but because of reading that book i'm going with honey i think it's got a, some good benefits it's actually pretty good i like it i put it in my green tea a lot of times too when i'm past the fasting point so i'm going honey yeah growing up uh, our parents would try to get us to eat honey and you know we had the whole fresh honey uh, that kind of thing i remember going to the the people's houses who had the beehives and we'd get the big giant gallon Man, that's awesome jugs that's of awesome. it and eat the fresh honeycomb which the mm, honeycomb was always comes amazing fantastic yeah I don't know. Maybe it was just because we were silly little kids. We always wanted syrup as a result of that. But um, now as an adult, I much prefer honey. I mean, just it doesn't take a whole lot. Just some of pancakes yeah, yeah. or honey and toast. Just a little Biscuit drizzle on there. Um, I do put it a little bit in some of the things that I drink, too. Like it's good in tea. Um, some chamomile tea, stuff like that if I'm trying to sleep. Um, that's uh, delicious. Delicious. I haven't heard so that as far as sleep. I'm going, yeah. honey. Nice. Yeah, man, chamomile. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should apologize for how hard you're laughing. <laughs> oh man, we should have a the value of sleep. That's yeah, true. That could be a good one. We, we really we, we we put that in the bucket for next time. Craig, you have to hear about some of John's <laughs> John sleeping habits lately. Oh man, well I like that. Would you rather, John? Thanks for painting us a picture, bub. That you're was welcome. great. Man, well, I could tell you had built that up, man. That's good. <laughs> it just hit me this morning too. <laughs> what I was gonna do, so. It's awesome. It yeah. didn't take me that long to come up with the story. And I have to say, you know, in our little hiatus off here, I talked to John pretty much every day. It was almost like old times, CC. It was almost like old times. What? Talking to him every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day, man. <laughs> Other than I he missed. check on him, you know. Oh. You know, it's a true good friend over there, even though he missed me on uh, the day I got hurt getting up off the ground. <laughs> Saturday? Yeah. Well, I was in that conference. Yeah, it was I think fair. I did call you that day. I didn't talk to you, though. It is fair enough. But, John, I for the listeners, every time I think I've talked to John, he has talked about this podcast. <laughs> it's true well, love I for it. And when he did that, would you rather, his facial expressions were almost CC level. <laughs> Whoa! I and, I mean, I'm visual, so he's painting this picture, and I'm, I'm in the moment, man. I'm making my <laughs> breakfast, and, you know, well, I'm, I'm eating something besides honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least that's not a reason to apologize. To uh, have to apologize, then good. Yeah, sounds like I did a good job on that one. But yes, you know, I am the des- self-designated hype man for the uh, <laughs> podcast. So that's what I'm here for, buddy. That's part of my job. Oh man. Well, all right, guys, let's delve into the topic here. I feel like we'll start with Craig, John. <laughs> we probably need to teach John a little something. Well, about that's apologizing. true. I know. I, I did make the statement. I took a note. Never say you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That was how I came out, but I'm, now that I've been contemplating on it, I may have some other thoughts. That's, that's great. <laughs> what did you think on apologies, Craig? Man, it's funny. You know, first thing I thought about was like you being married, you know. I was like, man, how about to apologize? You know, I guess thinking back, uh, you know, you think about those little arguments you might have or times you were wrong in the early days. You know, because not, not that it changes you get older or married longer, but it seems like, um, at least in my life, apologizing... Um, you know, it definitely breaks the tension of whatever sort of um, issue there was that led you to need to apologize. Um, I just think it's a good thing. It's sort of like, you know, we talk about forgiveness and being forgiven and forgiving others and um, just giving someone permission to forgive you is, is pretty awesome and you being able to forgive. So I, that's kind of some of the things I reflected on when you mentioned apology. Um, I like to think I don't upset people too often. So I don't, honestly, I was thinking about it. I was like, Sometimes people you upset the most are the people you love the most. Mm-hmm, you know? That's a good point. And so, because you can be vulnerable with them, and like you know, they're going to love you regardless. So, in my at least my experience, I tend to be a little more cranky with those that I'm probably closest to, when they're the ones that I probably should, you know, be most loving towards. And so, yeah, at times I've had to apologize in those situations, and I just think it's a good habit to adopt. What about y'all, man? Yeah, you know, I think that one of the first things that came to my mind is we're all human, so we're all going to fail, mess up, make a mistake. And I think Craig is right. The people you're closest with, generally speaking, because you are most comfortable with them, but you spend the most time with them. So just from a probability standpoint, good chance something's True. happening. And that could also be the same thing with people you work with, friendships, um, you know, things like that. And so that's the first thing that comes to my mind is we're all humans. We're all, we're all going to make mistakes, all going to mess up. And I think it is good to be able to, you know, humble yourself a little bit and say, hey, I'm sorry. Um and I think sometimes, you know, when you do it, especially if it's a genuine thing, it's just as good as the person saying it as the person who's, you know, getting to hear it and, and can really also apologize and can mend something much quicker than if you don't say you're sorry and it builds and develops over time and then you can get into a, a deal where you're not even talking to the other person or something like that. Uh, so I, th- I think it's a, a real 
good thing that uh, to be able to do that, you know, whenever when we all fail at some point along the way. Hundred percent, and I, you know, just to echo some of what CC said, you know, you know, being married and having those, all the things that go on with marital life, you know, there's always things that come up. Um, there's always things that, you know, if you, they go unresolved, they build tension and grow into greater things than they, you know, started out to be. So, I agree, it, it, and certainly in my marriage, uh, whenever I do have to apologize or, you know ask for forgiveness, something like that. I think they go hand in hand uh, where it'll just cut the tension. It's kind of like a short reset. And, you know, for us as Catholics, I think that's the same kind of thing, same kind of process we go through whenever we go to confession, where we go, we we verbalize, you know, the areas that we're struggling with. Uh, And it's something that, you know, we go and we tell them to another person who is there sitting there representing Christ on earth that, hears our sins, and then offers forgiveness and advice on how to avoid that near occasion. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really well said. And that was another thing I was thinking of, you know, it's pretty neat, too. You always have, you know, when, when we mess up, fail, et cetera, God to talk to and, and apologize, you know, or maybe not using our talents the way that, you know, we should or um, making a wrong decision along the way. I think it's pretty neat, too, that we have – in the human relationship, sometimes it's hard because the other person might not understand you, might not want to forgive you, et cetera. But you have God there that every time it's it's that that relationship is one that's, you know, never going to leave you and always going to be there to forgive you. So I think that's another, you know, key point, too, that even when it's something maybe between yourself and you know you didn't do right, no one else was looking, you know, God's right there and knows. And it's cool to have that relationship, too. It is. You know, we always think apology. I'm apologizing to someone else because of how I offended them. But to apologize to God, I mean, think how many things you do on a daily basis that nobody knows about but you and God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being able to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you saying I know what Craig does? I don't. I don't know what Craig does. (laughs) But like you said, going to reconciliation and like having that forgiveness, man, you got to ask for that uh, apology. I was looking at the definition. This is actually kind of funny. There's Kicking two, it old school, CC. Yes. I'm going old school. Two definitions of apology. The first one is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure, which I think we could say is how we feel if we go to reconciliation or if we've offended someone and we're, we're regretting our actions and, you know, we acknowledge it and we're sorry and hopefully we can do better. But the other definition, this is one that I, if I knew it, I had forgotten it. A very poor or inadequate example of, and their definition is, we were shown into an apology for a bedroom. So maybe Matt would say, Steve and Cece are an apology of podcast hosts after I broke my arm. It's basically you're saying it's something that's not good. Huh. I've never heard this version. You ever heard that? I don't think I have I'm either. I'm to follow it, to be honest. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I, think we, I think we might need to restate this. All right. A very poor or inadequate example of. Read the example one more time. Like, okay, we were given an apology of an Airbnb when we took our trip to Boston. Ah. It's basically a very poor, inadequate example of, and their example was we were shown into an apology for a bedroom. That is a good have point. The Boston trip it? is a good point. I've never heard of have it you that heard way. Have you used that way? I don't think I have. I don't, I don't either. Me neither. But it's like in the dictionary. It kind of makes sense what he's saying with the Boston example. I yeah, I mean, I get that. it more the second time he said it around like, like that but uh it's like they're basically saying they're sorry because it's mm-hmm. such a crappy situation but you're not calling it an ad- inadequate thing you're calling it an apology for an example of 
deep. I know that is Isn't that deep. <laughs> John and I were like, huh? What? <laughs> but I, I do understand it now. Hopefully the listeners do too. Um, yeah. And I also think you can, I was thinking about that when you were saying that, is that like you could be, I don't think it's the exact example, but sometimes an apology of maybe on behalf of your kids, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a restaurant and the kids are going wild or in church or something and the people buy you and you're like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, that happens a lot in, around my house, or it needs to anyway, because I got a wild bunch. Um, you know, and it's something that we've talked about in other podcasts where, you know, I'd like my kids to be wild. I'd like them to be rambunctious boys and do all kind of crazy Taking stuff. Taking chickens up on the top <laughs> of the treehouse and just throwing them out there. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are times whenever they need to be a little bit more restrained, and that's difficult for them. Um, but, you know going back to other things we've talked about in the past, I don't want them to, to feel like that I'm always on them for, and trying to change their behavior year to where they will be restrained and not be fully themselves because I love that, man. going mm-hmm. back to another point that CC was saying, I, I mean, I think that's probably one of the things that we as human beings should apologize to uh, God more than anything else for not living up to our full potential not taking what we were designed to do and embrace it and live to that, fu- fu- you know, fulfillment. I know I'm guilty of it, and I'm sure everyone out there is too. But, uh, you know, I don't see a lot of people recognizing that and, um, you know, trying to change that behavior. That's something that that I apologize in, in mm. prayer a lot for, um, you know, some of those shortcomings of, for myself. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that's something that I've, I've alluded to a lot on the podcast, trying to figure out our talents, gifts that God gives us. And then also whenever you know what it is or, you know, it's something you could be doing and don't do it or you do it and don't do it to your fullest potential. That could be in work, could be, you know, family life, etc. cetera. Um, I think that's something I like to replay my day throughout the whole day and go through all the things that, you know, great things that happened and things I could have done better. And that's normally when I'll swing around and talk to the Lord about trying to improve on whatever you know, I didn't live to the potential that day. And it's interesting you mentioned that God gave us these talents, these gifts to get others to the kingdom of God. And we're here for a purpose, and that's to bring everyone to his, you know, to Jesus. And here we are using our gifts and talents for more selfish things, earthly things, trying to just kind of live day to day and keep up with the Joneses and, and you know, success and careers and families and losing sight of that. Um, always admire those who've dedicated their life to what God's will is. And I think of Steve's brother mm-hmm. and clergy and pastors. And it's like, wow, you know, that is the most beautiful example of doing exactly what God's put us on earth for. And all he's asking is for us to take the talents we've given. Maybe we weren't called to that, um, to that same line of work, but it's just, it's awesome when you reflect on that. Yeah. You know, I heard it said that, you know, we're all given our talents, their own loan from God. So what are you going to mm. do with it on that time frame that, that that happens? So, I think certainly people who give themselves to the church and serve, um, you know, the rest of us, that's, that's a great, um, a great calling. It's a great life. Um, you know, that's something that growing up, I would probably not have said that, but seeing the transition and watching my brother go through all that process and just seeing the joy that he has in doing that type of, uh, work, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And also, you know, other people who are close to us uh, that are following that same path. CC? Yes. Are you referring to people we know? Yes. Yes. Are you referring to yourself? No. Deacon? I'm not the deacon. <laughs> you know, it's like 
don't know how much we should say on here, but we know we've got friends and people that are discerning um, that path. And when you look at somebody that's really young, the whole their whole future is ahead of them. You know, they're in their prime, and you know, it's like the world's your oyster, and you basically are discerning. Hey, I might want to commit to this, and you know, having the courage to, you know, take a year and praying about what God's will is for your life. Um, if it is ministry or if it is, you know, to be a priest and I mean, that's pretty awesome. You know, we, that's what you're referring to. Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm yeah. referring to. And that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, at least, you know, we've all known people who have gone through some of that process to where they at least gave it a shot. They gave it a chance. No they doubt. went, they heard a calling that they were being uh, called to do something greater uh, in their life than they probably ever expected. So it's something that, you know, those are some of the people that I really admire, even if they don't finish and go through that process. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, just listen uh, to take that, that time year. out. Mm-hmm. Take that time out. That's uh, definitely something that you, at the end of their life, they won't have to apologize for. <laughs> yeah, won't have to feel, man, yeah. did I leave a stone unturned, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat, too. I was just listening to that. A year to be able to figure out and hear what God's telling you. Or more. Yeah, or, or more. more. Or more. And you think about, I'm like out there for like 10 minutes in the morning, like... <laughs> Let me get the quiet. Let, let's just be honest. You can only go out for 10 minutes after that. You got house arrest again. Shouldn't, I actually shouldn't have even said that. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really cool. So apology gives you a chance to sort of take that turn. So if you have, if you're going down this one path and you need to apologize for wasting your gifts or talents or, or, or harming this relationship, that apology could be the opportunity to stop and re- reevaluate where you're headed in life. And it's never too late. Sometimes you just need that apology to, to kind of stop you in your tracks and then help you go down a different path, whether that's God's will or, you know, a different direction for your life. What do y'all think about on the flip side of that when someone apologizes to you, um, accepting an apology? And you know, sometimes that can be hard because you can be upset, hurt, um, not feel like they're apologetic or things can just take time. Got any thoughts, tips on uh, when, you know, someone apologizes to you? Yeah, I agree. Sometimes the... Uh the wounds are too fresh and too, um, you know, raw for you for people to accept that apology at the time. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't offer it, even if it's it's there. Well, well said. Um, you know, if you if you have the urge and the the feeling that you need to make the apology and ask for forgiveness, I think you should do it. Um, you know, they may not accept it the first time. Uh, they might ex- accept it the second time, but it's something that if you feel that need, I think you should offer it. Um, and like you had talked about earlier. I think in most cases, um, or at least half of the time, it's just as beneficial to the person that is offering the apology than the ones that are receiving it. Um, it's just like we talked about in the forgiveness and confessing portion of it through there. Just that act for me personally is such a relief, such a unloading of a burden uh, for me. So I know it's a great advantage for me to do. Yeah, and you know, we were just talking about with the situation discernment. Um, you don't want to potentially God call you up and you not have told someone I'm sorry if that's bothering you or, you know, at least hear someone out if you're on the other side of it because you don't know when you're going to see that person again or be around them again. So you don't want to necessarily leave that stone unturned either. I think it's awesome, the sincerity of it. And I have an example. I was in the grocery store the other day and I saw a buddy from high school, a guy I knew. We were friends, but nothing, you know, too deep. But uh, we were passing each other in the ice cream section. He's like, Hey man, how you doing? He had a little kid with him. We're like, how you doing good? And he just kind of kept going. I kept going and it was fast and it was fine. You know, I saw an old buddy. And then 
I get a, a Facebook message yesterday. Hey man, sorry if I was short with you the other day in the grocery store. Um, wife had hip surgery and I'm, you know, I'm the sales manager at my store and being Mr. Mom. And I've just, I, I hated that I didn't stay longer and visit with you. I hope you're doing well. Call me if you ever need anything. And it was just like, I never even thought twice about it, but he was apologizing for yeah. not taking that moment. And it was a simple gesture, but you know, it just kind of made you go, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. And you know, I, you know, I feel like I could reach out to this guy if I ever needed to, just because of that one little extra piece of, you know, apology he gave, whatever. But it was just kind of cool. Cause there's little things like that. Like, you know, Sometimes we just need to apologize for just not maybe being present the way we should be with it's our friends or family. You just kind of take mm -hmm. for granted, like, hey, man, you know, but, hey, I'm sorry I've been kind of out of it. Or I'm sorry I haven't quite, like, responded to you the way you probably want me to. And you forget about those things, you know. You just um, thought that was kind of a neat gesture. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's pertinent about um, definitely a lot of benefit for the people who are giving the apology is where, you know, the other person may not even think it's that big of a deal to them. But, um, you know, they're the person offering the apology may have been just, um, you know, smoldering on that idea for a while. So, yeah. And I, the last tip that I would add to this is try, you know, I also, if you're the one, you could be the one receiving or giving the apology to put yourself in someone else's shoes, because you might not think that you did anything wrong necessarily. It might've just like the guy in the grocery store, <laughs> he didn't see anything with it, but he did, you know, I think, it, I think it's important to, uh, again, either side of that coin to try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. If you hurt somebody and you don't think you did, maybe try to see it from their perspective or if somebody's apologizing to you, you know, maybe try to take that a little more open-minded and say, man, they, this really obviously is bothering them to the point they'd want to apologize to me. So I think that'd be the last little tidbit I could come up with on the apology end of things. All right, guys, it is time for the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes? And we're going to flip it over to Johnny this week. What you got, bub? You hitting some gas, pumping the brakes? What you got? Well, man, um, we hit the gas last weekend. And we did a, a birthday party for my brother. So I uh, really had to hit the gas. Father, Mike. Father Michael. Father That's Michael. Right. That's right. So I had to be out of town. I was at uh, a convention um, for their, our state association. So I had a lot of activities going on there. And we had this party that they chose that date. I would have chosen another date had it been uh, my choice. But this was the, the date that worked out best for the man of the hour. So we had... Um, a lady coming in and cater a local lady um that did some uh, italian style pizzas like authentic from uh, naples oh, florida wow. which is some of father michael's favorite pizza so father michael studied in uh, rome for four years and did some traveling through there and this is something that he's always talked about the pizza and whenever we were there visiting them he tried to kill us with pizza we ate so <laughs> much so it was something that you know we had a great time had to get a lot of stuff done around the house. You know, we still had stuff out for the move and all that stuff hasn't completely been settled yet. So it was something that we just hit the gas, had to get all that stuff together in order to make the, the party happen. So it was neat. Um, they cooked about 50 to 60 pizzas and we had a bunch of the seminarians and priests and stuff over there. And most of the family was able to come. So it was a great time. It was a great evening. And the pizza was fantastic. How they cook that there? So there's there are these pizza ever little tiny ovens that, you know, she homemade, she makes the dough fresh. Oh, wow. They let it rise and all that stuff. And they make them out there in my backyard. That's um, awesome. And then they have these little ovens that cook at like 800 to 1,000 degrees. And they're cooked in like three minutes. So yeah. It was fantastic. Dang, that's fantastic. Fast. Yes. So she's on Instagram. Um, not sure what the name of her place is, um, but it's fantastic. That's I need really want to do cool. this in the future so y'all can try it. They had a mushroom pizza that was amazing. 
Oh, birthday's in October. I'll be looking forward to it. Hey, mine too. Can't wait. <laughs> hey, sounds like a party, guys. Don't apologize after, okay? <laughs> Don't miss the opportunity. Oh, man. Well, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Like we said at the beginning, hopefully we're back in uh, some more regular action here with some recording. And um, if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with